And now it's time for City Update, and I'm joined by Lee Humphreys. Hello, Lee. Good afternoon, Graham. Right, another big day for us with the Bank of England increasing uh, interest rates. Not just us, actually, Graham. It was in last the last account I saw today alone, the ECB, the Bank of England, uh, as you just said, Swiss National Bank, the Danes, uh, have, uh, and the Norwegians, actually, have all increased um, their rates uh, today. Everyone except the Norwegians increased them by 50 basis points. That's half a uh, percent to you and I. The Norwegians just went for the quarter percent uh, increase. And that followed on last night from the Federal Reserve over in the US, who also increased their interest rates by half a percent. So Bank of England tools still trying to squeeze inflation out of our system, but the interest rate then three and a half percent now. That's right. As with everyone uh, that I've just mentioned, trying to um, squeeze inflation out of the system is exactly the the, the right way to, uh, to to put it. That's actually the, uh, the 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 raise that you just mentioned by the BOE today. It happened at midday and was the ninth consecutive increase this year. So they've been really at it for quite some time. And you're, you're right in saying it went up to uh, three. It's gone up to three and a half percent. Now, that is a 14 year high that is going back, dating back to, um, of course, 2008, which was, of course, the great financial crash. So really, the ripple effects have gone out from that moment all the way to here. The interesting thing I thought, Graham, actually, was not really these things very well flagged, the increase of 50 basis points, but was the split in those members of the committee. There was a 6-2-1 split. It sounds like a, a formation at the World Cup. Maybe it is, but uh, this was actually to basically say six people on the committee, the MPC, uh, voted for an increase of 50 basis points. That's that half of a cent. But two voted for no change whatsoever. And that, that's interesting because basically they're saying, look, this is done. Doesn't We can put up interest rates now. Our real concern here is creating a really bad recession within the UK. And that was up from just one person back in November, a month ago, who basically said that who voted for a 25 basis point increase. So you can see the, um, the, the, the momentum here is really going with the what we would call the dubs, those people who are basically saying, and we want to now limit these uh, interest rate prices because it is really, really weighing on the day-to-day workings of the economy. And, of course, a lot of this inflation is not really under our control anyway, is it? You know, the, the world energy prices at the moment, though they're you know, on the way down now, you know, it's not something we can control, whatever our interest rate is. Well, that's that's a very good point. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I think that there is only limited, it's a very blunt instrument, uh, it, raising interest rates and, and well uh, they know it um, but are they going to stop now because it's their day-to-day job um, but the we saw the the, the fall that you uh, mentioned a moment ago on Tuesday in the UK the CPI figures the uh, consumer purchasing index so we're not using uh, just three letter acronyms willy-nilly that fell from November's reading of 11.1 percent to 10.2 seven percent i mean a modest uh, decline but a decline um, nonetheless that is still uh, inflation still is at a 41 year high within the uk and you're again right to say graham about energy prices we've seen actually just driving onto the four courts of uh, petrol stations we've seen now petrol trading around this sort of 152 if you're lucky um, kind of level um, so we've seen that's a, that's a real fall now and we can if we look at the actual underlying um, uh, 
a barrel of Brent oil that's trading around $82. That was um, well over um, $100 uh, four or five months ago. And, mm. you know, if we look at some of the, that's basically looking at the sort of macro picture, as we like to call it, looking at things on a sort of big scale. But actually some of the, uh, the sort of more sort of stuff that's closer to home, a little bit sort of easier to understand, perhaps. Um, the Times, I've noticed, the newspaper, is doing a roast dinner index, um, <laughs> which basically said that the, uh, the, 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 the traditional Sunday lunch has risen in price by eight and a half percent on the year they're blaming two things in particular Graham not your your your, your, your joints of beef uh, but cauliflower cheese and Yorkshire puddings those are the real um, harbingers <laughs> of inflation of course flour eggs milk oil cheese these are all up uh, significantly up over actually 25 percent in the past 12 months Yes, it's, it's food, food inflation is actually higher than the, the energy inflation isn't it at the moment it's very very sticky very sticky mm. yeah Mm. So is this inflation going to continue to fall? I guess we hope it is. Well, we obviously hope it is. I'm not so sure. One of the things that the Bank of England pointed out about, which caused the fall in CPI uh, back on Tuesday, um, was they said that the energy component, um, uh, the i.e., people driving off the forecourt, those think that uh, the the diesel or their uh, unleaded fuel prices were lower and that was that was a significant driver in in the fall in cpi however that's a very fickle component because we know that that can turn around that's nothing really also that the government can really or the bank of england can control that is as you rightly pointed out earlier to do with global macro um, uh, economic factors so that is one thing um, you know we've just got to keep our fingers uh, crossed and also this is what a lot of uh, worry is about there's going to be huge debt issuance in the uk and in Europe uh, next year. What do I mean by that? By debt issuance, I'm talking about governments that are basically um, writing bonds, selling those bonds and getting, hopefully, um, uh, money back as a result of that. Well, the UK is issuing over £300 billion worth of debt next year, 2023. The Europeans are doing something similar. They're issuing over €400 billion of debt next year. That is um, that is inflationary to the core. Indeed, indeed. Now, I guess, of course, at the moment, uh, we're plagued by all these uh, strikes. Everybody wanting to uh, mm. obviously catch up in terms of their income because of the high inflation rate. The government seems to be trying to uh, hold a hard line at the moment uh, on, on the public service side of things. But um, I guess there, there is, the claim is, isn't it, when these deals get settled eventually, they could in, inject even further inflation. That's absolutely right. You can see where the government is coming from, even though you might not agree with them. If the nurses are looking for, I think, 17.5%, it's a figure around that. It's come down a little bit from 19%, I believe. But you can see the fear that if the if the nurses get something like that, not only does that create inflation in itself, but of course it's again, to use that term again, the ripple effect. So private industry will basically um, then start having to um, make uh, increase their salaries, uh, generally speaking, in order to keep up with what is happening in the public sector. So this is why the government are really trying to keep this locked down as much as they can. Not only is the, uh, the there's, uh, there's the there's the Philip for the uh, for the person involved and the uh, the economy of people getting higher wages, but it's also other companies looking on and saying, okay, in order to compete in this very competitive marketplace, and let's remember, Graham, we had some unemployment data out of the UK this week, which showed that unemployment was still at 3.9%. In the past, we pretty much called that 
full employment. Uh, and therefore, you can see that you know, this is this is something really at the moment we think government cannot concede on because of those inflationary worries. Mm, indeed, indeed. It's a difficult time for everybody at the present time. Absolutely. And I, I, even with inflation coming down again, uh, the, the increases are baked in, though, aren't they? You know, it's still more expensive than it was a year ago. Absolutely. Yeah, you, we've got to remember, let's face it, let's, even if inflation were to come, uh, come down to that magical 2% figure mm. that the Bank of England and all other central banks mm. are looking to do, that's, that will be 2% of the 10.7% that it's trading at right now. So you know, the compounded um, uh, effect of that is mm. going to be dramatic and will last really forever, uh, essentially. Mm, yes. So, um, you know, we, we've, we've got to, ta- we, ha- we have to tackle this because, of course, we're in a sort of 70s kind of a scenario. Many of our listeners probably weren't even born in the 70s, Graham, but you and I can remember it, and it was not a pleasant situation. No, no. And, of course, we've had so many years now of very, very poor growth, haven't we? And real wages have been declining over many years. I think it would have been easier if we'd only just had this blip now in terms of uh, uh, the situation with wages lagging, but they've been lagging for about the last 10 or 12 years, haven't That's they? That's right. I think 10 years, about, t- I heard uh, t- uh, 2013. Um, right. We've been falling since that uh, that kind of time. So, yeah, it's, it, they, they have been. Um, I don't think uh, anyone really in there, uh, in the, in, uh, except for those that are incredibly lucky. I know the bus drivers just secured a, a deal of uh, 10%. But for most people, they won't be getting anything close to mm-hmm. an inflation busting pay rise mm. yeah i believe with the bus driver situation i think there's a at least a 10 percent vacancy gap at the moment there and even more for coaches apparently so that's you know, just one of the sectors that's a shorter staff is there room uh, for us to retrain graham you think indeed i think so yes earn some, <laughs> earn some more money exactly all right well uh let's hope uh we look forward to a better 2023 any predictions well, well, I mean, I mean, everyone's saying much the same thing. I mean, if actually we look at, uh, you know, the United States, I mentioned this right at the top of the program, they also increased, their, as I said, um, their interest rates by 50 basis points, half percent um, uh, last night. That actually was met pretty well by markets, um, uh, who basically this was very well flagged to them. Um, and Jay Powell, that is the, uh, the the chairman of the Federal Reserve, um, whilst he said there was more to come, we expected that anyway, the rate of which um, these rates are coming is, he deems, to be slowing down. And that, again, was driven by their CPI data, to use that uh, three-letter acronym once again, but in the United States, which came out um, yesterday, which showed a full uh, from 7.7% in November to 7.1%. So that is, you know, that again is going uh, in the right direction. Um, and, but, you know, the the, um, the the Federal Reserve have really been at this sort of increase, uh, increasing interest rates very hard. Um, back in March, they, the interest rates in the United States stood at zero. They're now at 4.5%. That's a 15-year high. Mm. Um, when we saw the 50 basis point increase yesterday, that was the that was a reduction from five consecutive increases of three quarters of one percent you so you can see how uh, how you know how they, they how strenuous mm. uh, they've approached that and also Graham, we had and again i mentioned this earlier uh, the ecb let's see the european central bank did much the same thing they increased uh, their rates by face, uh, 50 basis points today but unlike the us whereby it was fairly sort of well expected the the commentary 
we've mentioned this before, is that often it's not the headline. It's the commentary that comes after that people really focus on was very, very uh, uh, bearish for markets. So we've actually seen as a result of the ECP decision that happened today at around 1.30 our time. Um, markets sell off in Europe considerably. When, uh, when markets closed just half an hour ago or so, uh, Graham, we had France, Italy and Germany all off Three percent. Those markets sold off incredibly hard just on that commentary alone. What was that commentary saying? Well, it, it, overall, it took a more hawkish uh, tone. They basically said that uh, intra, uh, that the in, uh, the um, inflation uh, scenario had increased and not uh, for the uh, for the best. Uh, they would also basically they also said they were going to do something called quantitative tightening. We mentioned on this program uh, before from January. That didn't uh, the markets didn't like that. That is basically uh, the central bank going out there and instead of buying debt, selling that debt that they've accumulated after all these years in order to buoy up the economy. They're going to start with um, this QT quantitative tightening um, uh, with 15 billion euros uh, but again that was not received well by the uh, uh, by, by uh, markets generally speaking and and tech shares in particular were um, hit hard uh, i noticed as well and one final indication of how markets uh, didn't like well, how markets didn't like what the ecb was saying is that the euro was trading at a six month high versus the us dollar so um, the, while equity markets sold off the euro really strengthened on the back of these uh, comments by uh, Madame Lagarde. Mm. I guess the other big things for next year is one is that uh, China, hopefully opening up now, relaxing its COVID rules, will actually improve uh, economics out there in the world economics. Also, of course, the big $64,000 question is the war in Ukraine. Will it be over or will it drag on throughout next year? And that's going to be a significant uh, impact on the world economy. Two well, they... incredibly important things, Graham. Mm. You're right. And yeah. uh, if you can uh, let me know what what uh, those uh, what happens there, I'll be yeah. very grateful. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, Lee, thanks so much for your update. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Cheers, Graham. That's Lee Humphreys there with his City Update. 